0: treasury department. So I think this is, you know, I mean we could get really close to default here, but again, Yellen has not said we got to have a deal by, you know, June whatever or, you know, the the world ends. And I think that has I think that has kind of encouraged Republicans to keep pushing this as hard as they can.
1: So, Kayla, the assumption is that Wall Street would have a big negative reaction to even just the lead up to this. And so far, we haven't yet seen that. Are we wrong about that assumption? Is Wall Street kind of shrugging this off? Well, there are different parts of Wall Street that are reacting in
2: their own way to this. I think it's safe to say the stock market has not had the negative reaction that I think many have expected, but partially that's because both parties negotiating have said there will not be a default, and I think the market has been taking that at face value. Now, the cost for the Treasury Department to borrow debt is going up. That is essentially the economic participants saying that the U.S. is becoming a riskier investment, uh, at least for the next few months. And if you buy buy a treasury bill and you need to get paid back in one or two months, then maybe that's not a likely scenario. So that's a tricky position to be in, especially for, you know, the, a country that has long been one of the safest investments in the entire world. And one of the things that Secretary Yellen is trying to figure out is, you know, lawmakers often draw these household metaphors uh, when they talk about the finances of the country. This is okay. like paying, this trying just to pay your more, car payment. This
0: is more, this is more uh, MSNBC psychobabble. Okay, um, there's actually a chart, if we can pull it up, I'll get it to in the, when Navarro's on, about the mismanagement of the cash by Janet Yellen. First off, they, they, they got approved to, to us it's a crisis. We still haven't seen that. The sun is going to rise in the morning of June 2nd, as I keep saying, and everything's going to be fine. Um, but you can tell by this uh, chart on the cash, they've completely mismanaged the process of managing their cash. They're Look, it's a distressed situation. We're not. We've said that from day one. That's where you're, that's where you guys are head of the creditors committee. You only have a creditors committee when you have a credit problem. We got a big one. Uh, the talks of what's going on is completely unacceptable. Up on Getter, I've got Chip Roy's letter, which is magnificent. I think he's got thirty people have signed it. Uh, of all the stuff that's terrible, and there's much stuff that's terrible. They're trying to do the worst is once again the cartel. What they're trying to do is an old Mitch McConnell ploy to essentially kick the can down the road, and put this after the election of 2024. They would give them a two-year lift. My numbers show that's a 3 and a half to $4 trillion dollar debt ceiling lift. Anybody, any Republican uh, that votes for that should be turfed out immediately. Okay? Uh, let's go. we got other stuff to go to. Uh, I'm going to have Navarro on here in a, in a little while, and we're going to go through it. Uh, but i got Seb. Seb, uh, I haven't had an opportunity to go through – and I think I kind of went mini-viral last night. I was doing, on the 6 o'clock show, w- where we played the, the launch live with the promoter, David Sachs, and the, uh, and the Chinese Communist Party asset, um, Elon Musk. <laughs> it was such a fiasco, I couldn't help myself. I cut the mic on and started giving running commentary, and it kind of went viral. I was just trash-talking these guys, like some, some guy at the bar... You know, your corner bar yelling at the TV. That's why I was yelling at the TV. <laughs> Give me your... But no, it was so stupid. It's so ridiculous. It's just so... It tries to be so hip. It's like a bromance, right? And then they put this video up with him, and it's a Santas, and, and, and it's it's Elon Musk, and Elon Musk is in half the images. I mean, Elon Musk, is he? Uh, I guess he's a citizen. He's a foreigner, but I guess he's a citizen, so he can vote. But he can't be uh, elected official. He can't be vice Steve. president of the United States. Yes,
3: sir. Go ahead. Steve. I'm an immigrant too, remember, and I served with you in the White House, okay? I choose this country. I wasn't blessed I'm to be not, born hey, here.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! I'm not that trill- I'm not that thrilled about that. That shows you how good Seb is. That's another foreigner. That shows you how great he is. He's so right. great. He gets over right, borders. I don't stop, like stop any it, foreigners. Stop, stop, okay, stop, go stop your
3: ingrained, uh, you know, uh, 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 irredentism and, and xenophobia. Look, th- this th- I, I, Raheem was on my show earlier, and, and he nailed it last night. And he nailed it on my show last night. About thirty seconds in, he tweets out this viral tweet saying. He's reading an op-ed. And he was. Yes. It was, yeah. it, was it was, it was literally, he was, it's like the dry, look, President Trump made a video not long ago saying, uh, DeSantis needs a personality, personality transplant and we don't have those yet. I mean, it was the funniest video ever. That's his problem. Apart from being surrounded by swarm creatures, is he's got no personality. I mean, if he didn't have Casey, he'd have nothing. And yesterday he needed to show he have pers- has personality. But he, if this whole strategic communications team wasn't fired today, this guy, he does have a snowball's chance. Think about this. This is the anti-populist campaign launched yesterday. That's another phrase from Raheem. Why? What platform does he go to? President Trump is famous for rallies, Steve. Rallies where tens of thousands of Americans wait days on end. It's electric when he walks into the arena. What platform did he go on? He didn't even go on Facebook, which is the important one that has lots of people of every demographic. He went on Twitter. What's Twitter? Twitter is the elite's platform. It's for the mainstream media and political junkies like you and me. It's not about MAGA. It's not America first. So, number one, the platform is wrong. Number two, what cretins work for him in strategic communications that he goes on a Twitter space? Twitter space is audio-only his campaign can't make video clips out of it. His surrogates can't post video clips. His supporters can't fo- post video clips. It was the non-event of the century and probably the worst presidential candidacy announcement ever. And then what does he do? This is uh, this is getting a bit technical, but you know, you're a podcaster, I'm a radio guy. He does a crappy Twitter Space that melts for 25 minutes, talks like a robot, takes questions from his sicker fans like Steve Deese. Okay. They're just Brown nosing him, you know how how amazing are you, Governor DeSantis? And then then afterwards, he does a video, and it sounds like he's in his toilet. It sounds like he's using uh, you know an iPhone three microphone. Steve, not ready for prime time.
0: To go back when he talked about anti populists. Talk about uh, even deeper. I think is the who's in back of it. You had, yes. you had the meeting with the big donors and the bundlers yeah. at the Four Seasons. You launch, instead of going to your hometown and launching, you launch at the Four Seasons <laughs> in Miami. You can't make this up. You're going no. to run against the popular. So you're going to, Four Seasons in Miami, hold it. They, they then go, they have Elon Musk and David Sachs. David Sachs, the oligarch who drove the Silicon Valley Bank bailout that the, that the audience paid for. And then right. today, all day today, it's another donor fest. It's, it's the billionaire's ball, sir.
3: Yeah. Look, I. I, I for me, the, the the massive failure was his. There's a there's an honor deficit here, right? There's an honor deficit. Number one, for half a year, people are talking about him being, you know, the savior of the right. He's the only guy who can win. Donald Trump doesn't have a chance. If if if, if rumors were swirling for six months about how, you know, Gorka is going to replace Bannon. Cork is the only guy. Because we're friends, I'd make a public hold statement it, the it, second hold that... It,
0: hold it. I was... I- I started those. Rumors. I started those rumors. No, continue on, sir. Continue on.
3: <laughs> I I would find it a matter of honor to publicly state as soon as I yes. hear those rumors. Sorry, yes. Steve's a friend of mine. Yes. Not happening. I wish him well. Yeah. If he wants to come yeah. on my show, yeah, if we, you know, I'll come on his show. He said nothing. He didn't have the the, the testicular fortitude to be honorable about the, those rumors. He plays stupid games at press conferences in Japan, saying, oh, "Wouldn't you like to know?" and and then the most despicable thing of all, and this is this is the real the honor deficit, when the Alvin Bragg garbage uh, indictment leaks on Saturday, on Monday, what does he do? Yeah. At a at a yeah. press conference, he's asked. And he says, what, twice, not once, twice, like some girl in a clique at high school. He says, "Uh, I don't know about uh, hush money for porn stars. So he has to get the knife in, okay, against the man who made him governor. And then at the end of that press conference, he says, what, Steve? He says, I'm not getting involved in this. I'm concentrating in Florida. This has nothing to do with me. Hey, Ron, President Trump lives in Florida. Get a map. Mar-a-Lago is in Florida. He's a citizen of the state of which you are the governor. And by the way, in case you forgot, because you like to parade around the old photographs of you and your Navy whites, you were a jag, which means you are a military prosecutor. You don't have an opinion, either as a former military prosecutor or the governor of the state where the president lives in, about a political indictment sorry 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 you've ruled yourself out and then the flip-flop on Ukraine on and on and on
0: you you were actually as I still am as his governorship and I like the way he's going to Disney but you were at one time a pretty big fan of how he was doing as governor of Florida what what has made you so flip the way he's comported himself in this uh misrepresentation uh, presidency
3: misrepresenting himself right also on covid he he doesn't he didn't keep florida open let's be honest go back in time and actually look at what he did in florida he did not keep florida open at the beginning now my friends who live in florida some of whom are now his his surrogates um they love him and that's fine and people are flooding to florida but this is about being the most powerful person in the world you look we have different different attitudes um conclusions with regards to Ukraine and I, and I love debating you on that but this guy did a 180 flip that's Steve. because
0: that's because I'm right and you're wrong that, that's Yeah because uh, we, I'm right yeah, wrong. we, we know the, 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 the great <laughs> the, the, the
3: modesty of the Bannon brain we are we, used to that <laughs> this guy this guy did a 180 flip in because, 72 because hours. he gave my
0: he gave my, he gave my answer essentially the tucker and Bannon <laughs> answer and then your problem with that is that if you believe that, stick to it. If you want to be Commander-in-Chief, yeah. you've got to own that. You've got to understand it. Yeah. He folded in 24 hours. Yes. Can you do well, that? You've no, been it was in, the but you in the Oval. So, you, you've worked in the West Wing. He folded. You've worked in the West Wing. You've been in the Oval you know, so many times in those tough situations. Is that the kind of guy you can have in the Oval Office no. making those decisions?
3: No, you can't. And you know what's happening right now. You, you, you've lived in the swamp long enough. You know exactly what's been happening to to Ron for the last 18 months. All the people who get paid millions of dollars even when they lose a campaign are whispering in his ear, Ron, Ron, you're the guy, you're the guy. And he's 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 allowing himself to listen to the song of Scylla and Charybdis, and, and he's being, you know, his his ego's making love to him. And he's surrendering. And it's just, that's not, look, you know, President Trump. Yeah. Okay. He's got an ego, but why did he do what he did in 16? And why did he, why is he doing what he's doing right now? There's only one reason, Steve. He loves America. This guy's not doing it because he loves America. It's because he wants to be president. And that's a big difference.
0: Real quickly, because I know we're going to lose you. You're going to be here for the A block. Yeah. Do you believe his argument to the donors that he's, he's the best shot to be Biden? Do you believe that analytically, sir?
3: No, because remember what what you did, right? What did you do in the campaign? We were 16 points down against Hillary. We brought it back. And and let's look at the money that we know of. We spent $800 million legally. Who knows how much more she got from China and everywhere else? Hillary outspent us by almost a factor of 100%. It was $1.4 billion she spent on her campaign. It's not about the big money donors. It's been about since Brexit, Trump, Modi, Maloney. It's about one thing. It's about authenticity. Who's authentic, Steve? Very simple question. President Trump or the governor of Florida? That's a very simple question. It's about authenticity, not money. If it were about money, Bloomberg would have a political position today.
0: Seb, I know you got to bounce. How do people get to your content? Because now more than ever, as this heats up, you got to put Seb Gorka on your shortlist.
3: <laughs> uh, just put Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka uh, in your search engine, SebGorka.com. We're uh, at Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. We're on Rumble. We're on, you know, iTunes. You name it, Twitter, Facebook, True Social. Uh, the only place we're not are those fascists at YouTube. So plug in Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka, and you'll find me. And the book is The War for America's Soul. <laughs>
0: Seb, you know I love you like a brother. I'd just love you more if you stayed in Budapest. I'm just kidding, brother. I'm so glad you're here. You
3: chose America. Dude, well, one day you'll understand immigrants love America more. Immigrants love America more.
0: Hey, we were immigrants. We got kicked out of Ireland. How bad do you have to be to get kicked out of Ireland? Okay. What What a nice family. What a nice group. Kick them out. Okay. Thank you, Seb. Dr. Robert Malone next in the war room. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, in our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401K maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again Bannon to 989898. Remember, the best part, is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Banner. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, there's a lot going on in the debt ceiling. Navarro's going to be here. Dr. Navarro's is going to be here in a minute. Uh, and we're going to get Dr. Navarro up. You he and I are going to talk about, uh, also some of the other, um, issues going on in the economy and capital markets we have got Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Malone, I, I've got to ask you, because um, there are a lot of people I know, and they understand it takes a while to get up to speed, but they just don't think that uh, we are pursuing these investigations uh, in a tough enough manner, and these hearings are, are not making it on issues of, you know, masking, issues of the Wuhan lab, issues of the uh, vax, vaccine Um the lockdowns, all of that that would deal with the pandemic. Uh, Your thoughts, sir?
1: It's very simple. No one on the Hill or in either of the major candidates right now, the leading candidates want these issues discussed. The hearings are um, inconsequential would be the most gentle way I could put it. Uh, in a huge disappointment. They haven't called Ed Dowd, they haven't called me. There's a bunch of people with expertise and knowledge that have not been contacted. In contrast to our being invited uh, two Wednesdays ago to testify in the European Parliament by a group of European uh, parliamentarians that included representatives from Romania and um, Croatia, who of course are very sensitized to the issue of this kind of creeping Marxism that we're all seeing. Um, but in terms of the hill, uh, it's been a huge disappointment. i um I'm cautiously optimistic about uh, what Mr. DeSantis is doing in Florida with the grand jury. We'll see how that plays out. But um, in terms of uh, Congress, absolutely nobody wants these things brought up, including the judiciary. The judiciary right now is another huge disappointment. they They really want to moot these cases as quickly as possible.
0: If you were if you were the architect of how we ought to be going about this, what would you be doing? What would you recommend to these people right now? That these are the types of hearings. This is where we ought to be pursuing. We got to break. We got to deconstruct the pandemic, and, and get to the bottom of all of it. What would be your recommendation?
1: So my recommendation that we discussed at length uh, in the European Parliament in Brussels was is that uh, we really take a more global. Uh, strategy now. There are funds being set up for uh, very large funds for supporting these legal cases. And the current logic is that we need to go to those nation states that are more open to Uh, discovery for these kinds of cases where judiciaries are more supportive, and that includes in Eastern Europe. And, of course, Australia has been a huge uh, surprise. Some of the most interesting information is coming out of Australia right now because they don't have the layers of indemnification that have been implemented here in the United States. You know, for all those that are in the uh, conspiracy theorist land, uh, a strong case can be made that this was well-planned and that the layers of indemnification and congressional bills that were stacked up that have protected uh, the pharmaceutical industry and the U.S. government uh, clearly demonstrate that there were long-term planning here that has enabled the situation. And I, I just don't it, – it seems that what's happening right now is that there is – a growing effort to hold fda accountable for their past sins such as aspartame is now coming to force since the world health organization has clearly stated that that's um really should not be supported and yet the fda has continued to do so there's a number of these cases it's not, not just COVID. the covet has revealed i think to a lot of us how deeply corrupt uh, our whole hhs infrastructure is it's basically you know, it's it's a truism now to say that it's uh, we have regulatory capture within HHS. I think uh, certainly your audience is well aware of that. But in terms of what my advice would be here, um, Mr. McCarthy, uh, you know, I he's said some big words uh, recently about the debt limit. Uh, I I I wish that he had. Uh, I'm going to say it, a spinal cord. Uh, I wish that he had a backbone for asking these questions about what has happened here, because it is going to get deployed again. There's no question, and there's all, all kinds of rumblings about it, and these dark mutterings coming from Microsoft about integrity of the whole uh, um, IT infrastructure and the WHO for the next pandemic, and and we ha- have the international health regulations and the... Uh, um, new pandemic treaty that is being promoted, uh, we're we're far, far from being out of the woods, but Congress doesn't want to hear it because they would far rather that these issues went away because their fingerprints are all over it.
0: Do you, do you think the European Parliament, and I'm going to get to the WHO in a second, but do you think the European Parliament is going to be a venue where people are going to be able to really break down? If you if you and your colleagues feel you can actually make the case that this was a pandemic, no. which some people call it, <coughs> oh you, yes, that oh, you'll you be able to do it. The, there,
1: the clip, the clip of David Martin's uh, presentation from the start of that uh, testimony two Wednesdays ago has gone viral. It is stunning, um, and I recommend to anybody that really wants to dive into the history of this, uh, take a look at that clip. But do we think that there's going to be progress within the EP formally? No, this was a rump attempt by a very small number of uh, members of parliament uh, that uh, were able to force things open after months of planning. I mean, I can't tell you how much political hassle went into getting this thing approved. We had to do backflips and send our passports and get vetted and everything else, but we got it done. Um, and it had more streaming than anything that has been broadcast out of the EP uh, previously. So that was a big win. But it's really going to have to move. You know, Europe is, is, in a way, it's kind of analogous to our federal system with the states being perhaps even more autonomous um, in that uh, you can prosecute a lot of things within individual member states that have more uh, open judiciaries. And then uh, once you make progress there, move it up. Likewise, Switzerland is having some interesting legal cases. And as I mentioned, Australia has just been a surprise. I guess they had a bit of electoral turnover. And uh, suddenly the courts are more open. One of the big uh, um, eye-openers for me, and I think a lot of people that had gone on naively thinking that you know, laws were lies and the judiciary was there to enforce them, is that we've come to have to come to grips with the fact that the judiciary won't act unless the populace is sufficiently activated. The judiciary will find every possible way it can to avoid addressing complex issues like this um, unless they see that the people are with them. And uh, that is what's happened here in the United States and uh, to a significant extent in Great Britain and absolutely Canada, is that the use of these various psychological techniques, propaganda, control of the press, et cetera, has put uh, the majority of the electorate in the United States and these other uh, Five Eyes nations asleep. Uh, it's, It's a miracle that the Australians, I guess they were, it was so heavy handed there that a bunch of them are properly pissed off But uh, here in America, it seems that uh, the vast majority of the population, as well as Congress and the judiciary, would just like to see this go away. So, I I think that our only legal.
0: Hang on a second. Hang hang, hang on about the being asleep and the psychological efforts here. Is that why Geneva and the UN and the World uh, Health Organization, or I should say, World Economic Forum? Is using WHO and WHA to go next level on this on the pandemic uh, accord and the pandemic treaty because they feel that you can look and see that it has not lit the fire under the people's representatives to really do a hard-nosed investigation here yep. and then to, um, to send, a, send a DOJ criminal referrals.
1: Yeah. And the the argument was that the reason why the international health regulations that were promoted by Mr. Biden and developed by our HHS and then promoted worldwide. So they really what one of the things that Europe doesn't recognize is this is an is a U.S. agenda. Uh, But um, there was a widespread belief. The reason why they got derailed the last round was because of sovereignty complaints from Africa and Bolas Nero and. uh, the counter narrative to that, that's coming to fore is that really what was going on in Africa is they wanted more of the goodies and, uh, they're getting them. So there's a new manufacturing plant that, uh, Moderna is putting up for MRNA vaccines in Africa and they're spreading, spreading the, uh, the juicy stuff, uh, as, as is so effective in smaller nation states, uh, um, and in, in the United States. Uh, so, I'm, I'm not so optimistic that uh, the argument that these things are infringing on both national and individual sovereignty is going to prevail in this next round. They're, they're, they're doing all kinds of things of kind of soft peddling the language a little bit um, uh, compared to the last round that was pretty overt in your face, uh, you know, you will do this kind of stuff. But it, what they're not saying is we won't force you to do this. They're saying, well, we don't intend to take away your sovereignty. Um, I, I think most of us and certainly most of your audience are probably on the side of the line now that says that um, we, we're tired of good intentions and this kind of happy talk. Uh, we want to see clear and explicit statements that, no, you are not going to do that. Uh, and um, they don't want to make that. They think that they can slip this stuff through quietly because everybody wants to move on. They don't want to think about COVID anymore. They don't want to think about um, these crises. Doctor Malone, I know you got to go. I'm going to
0: have you back on about your Substack. How do people get to your Substack? You've got a amazing piece up there about uh, uh, Echo. What is it? Money laundering or greenwashing? It's uh, it's incredible. Yeah, these, your these Substack. New I think you eco- have
1: yeah. Um, a Conduit for <laughs> Eco Money Laundering and Crime is the title of that one that you're referring to, which documents that we're having more of these grass uh, astroturf organizations pop up where people, you know, high net worth people from Hollywood can wash their money yeah, uh, and then pay uh, students and others to... Engage in protest activities uh, like uh, gluing themselves uh, to art. Uh, hang on one factors. second.
0: We're going to bring you back about how people get to the substance. Just Short break. Dr. Malone, Peter Navarro next. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jase case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I feel like we got Butch and Sundance. We got Navarro and Doctor Malone. Doctor Malone, how do people get to your Substack? We'll have you back on. I want to take time and break down uh, this uh, what echo of the greenwashing of this of uh, Hollywood elites' money through these organizations because sure, it's right. an incredibly you just, All you got to do piece. is whistle.
1: Um, and I, by the way, I want to be what? Sundance. <coughs> um, <laughs> you can find our oh, Substack Navarro's at definitely r- Butch. W- He's r- definitely cool. m- He's dot cool. dot com. <laughs> And thanks. And uh, by the way,
0: I and, g- if I can, say, you you have over when I read it, you have over three hundred thousand followers on that. I mean, that's impressive because you you write yeah, very serious actually, material. There's no hot we, takes. We
1: daily because of amplification on places like Getter. Uh, even though Twitter censors us, we typically hit between half a million and a million uh, views uh, per day, which wow. I think is in this range.
0: Well, we follow you on Getter very closely, so, Doctor so Robert thanks, Malone. Thank you, every, every,
1: thank you to uh, the whole posse. Um, I love you. You come and and give me hugs every time I tour, and it's uh, an honor to be here to serve you.
0: Doctor Robert Malone, thank you. We'll get everybody to go to your Substack and check out the uh, check out the piece. Look forward to having you back on to break it down, Navarro. Um, I talked to Dr. I got a lot to go there. i went definitely, but one thing yeah. I had him on for yeah. is that the lack, the lack of intensity on the investigation side on everything with the pandemic. And here we got this WHO things rolling in on us, the WHA. We have it. There's so much to invest. You got to take the pandemic and break it down in every element from Wuhan lab to their bioweapons program, to the masking, to the everything you fought in the white house, right? To the, to the school shutdowns, to the lockdowns of business, to the, the the facts all of it i mean it's it's a it's a massive task but it seems like nobody in a formal. and i realize you know mtg's doing a good job they got that subcommittee but you almost need like a special committee to, to raise this up and to get down to it do you think big pharma and the medical uh, industry and their lobbyists are shutting that down
2: Steve, yeah, but but the problem the problems I think intrinsic uh, to Congress. You know, these guys run two year terms. They literally spend over half of their time uh, raising money. They walk across the street to the RNC headquarters and dial for dollars and this that and the other thing. And, and none of them have the time or inclination to really dig deep into the issues. You know, I'm looking at, at Chip Roy's letter, right, which people are making a big deal out of on the debt ceiling, and there's nothing in there about the central reason why they need to reduce the debt in terms of demand pull inflation and inflation fighting the stagflation problems we're having, and that it's going to be a bigger catastrophe if, if we don't, do what we need to do. I, I so Mike Gallagher. I you know I love that guy. I, I rode with him on a plane up to Wisconsin when, when um, this was one of my great achievements in the uh, Trump administration. I was able to help save the Marinette shipyard up in Wisconsin. And Mike's you know talking the tough on China game. This and the other thing. It's like Microsoft comes out with a report just a couple of days ago about how this this latest Chinese communist state sponsored terrorist hacker. Is hacking all sorts of infrastructure and businesses and out in Guam and getting ready to kind of screw us if they invade Taiwan. And it's like, what the hell are we still trading with communist China for? What, what, what are you guys waiting for? I mean, there's just, it's just all talk, no walk. And, we, you know, whether it's big pharma pushing on them or the, 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 the dark money, the Coke network pushing, it's just, I mean, it's like we need to get like, – put Natalie Winters in charge of the, 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 the China stuff and you know well, get 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 some of well, these other folks that we have in the war it's, room it's uh, one on the AI reasons. and By stuff. The, way, it's, and the yeah.
0: border, like it's, – it's, it's like – come on, dude. It's, it's, one, it's one of the reasons we got her back up here to D.C. just for that because some of these investigations. You need somebody that's been done it independently and hasn't – You need a driver. You, you need wh- a driver. How much would things have been differently now in studying things? Because you put – you tried to get to President Trump a commission in, in, I think, in November of 2020. Presidential commission. Would have won him the election. I'll say that flat out. Would have won him the election. Give me that that again, the presidential commission on Wuhan. The presidential
2: commission to hold China accountable to get to the origins of the virus – send them a bill for reparations for the trillions that they owe us, and trace all of that down, would have shifted... The blame from the shoulders of Donald Trump that everybody was heaping it on to the place it should have been, the friggin' Chinese Communist Party. And by the way, Tony Fauci, because that would have outed him too. And the, <laughs> I, this thing was a thing of beauty, Steve. I wrote this thing so that the interim re- report would come out on October 1st, which would have laid it all out. It was nonpartisan. If, all you got to do was look at the data, Steve, and it would have showed that that Friggin' thing was from Wuhan, that it was a bioweapon, that Fauci was behind it, and that that uh, Trump was being lied to by everyone in the healthcare bureaucracy uh, that Malone was talking about. I love Brother Malone. It's just so, uh, you know, it's like just, I mean, it's just action, 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 the cannon abandoned. It's like I'm not feeling it in this Congress, and every single thing they're supposed to be doing, they're doing kind of half-assed i'll just i'll just say it outright it's like whether it's the weaponization of the fbi or the doj whether it's communist china which we should be taking a hard line whether it's getting to the bottom of fauci whether that's taking on the social media oligarchs. i mean we got like think about this steve we got twitter now running desantis's campaign. And we got Facebook and Google running the Biden campaign. And if you think we're going to get truth out of any of that crap, you're out of your friggin' mind, Steve. I'm just just you know the mad is up. just that's why we're here brother because because the only place we get good truth to power is on the war room as far as i can see and, and the real america's voice one america's news network gateway pundit revolver news and it's like guys down at the border um, from this network i mean it's just like come on guys
0: I want to add, since you went there, let's talk about uh, the DeSantis, and particularly you say that yeah. uh, Twitter's running it. And you've got a piece, we're going to get to your piece in the Washington Times in a second, but I, I want to go tell, and, and, and help me out here. You've got to help me out here. Uh, 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 Elizabeth, I think it's Elizabeth Farah, who was in the White House and turned on Trump. Alicia Farah. Alicia Farah. Alicia Farah. Alicia yeah. Farah. I
2: knew her well. Um, she was the strategist, the, so-called. Go ahead.
0: Communication And she's kind of flipped on Trump. But they had her on CNN on a panel the other day and they're talking about, you know, the Santas. And it's called all that kind of mindless, happy talk that you see on these political panels on the MSNBC and CNN and even Fox. It's all meaningless, you know, word salads. And she came up and she says, you know, I think you guys are talking about a Republican Party that doesn't really exist. She says the Republican Party is a populist nationalist party that Donald Trump helped make that, and that's what it is today. And a lot of these candidates you're talking about don't resonate because they're, yeah. they're talking in a different language and different policies. Ron DeSantis, and help me out here, as a, trying to run in a, in, a, in, a, in a populist nationalist party and trying to be, I'm Trump without the baggage. How do you not go back to your hometown or not go to uh, one of these more traditional launches? You go to the Four Seasons in Miami, you have an entire day, brother, with billionaires, and then they're working phones. Hold it! You you go, and then you have David Sachs, the guy who who drove the bailout. He he really was one of the guys that drove all the VCs taking their money out. The collapse of, of Silicon Valley Bank, and then the bailout of Silicon Valley Bank. He's the moderator. Mm-hmm. Got Elon Musk, yeah. who, who who's right. a, a transhumanist globalist, World Economic Forum, vote for Biden, guy. Uh, and then, and the thing's all messed up. And then today, the whole day is meetings with the billionaires and presentations with the billionaires. Yep, 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 yep. What planet are they on? What planet are they? Is, that, is there any logic there you can see, sir?
2: Well, if you look at it from the donor's point of view, um, they seek control, so they're going to give as much p- money as possible for the useful idea. One of the things I point out in the Washington Times is that they'd just be just as happy if Biden won for, for many of them. I mean, the Steve Schwartzman and Finks of this world. Uh, they just be happy. So, so DeSantis is merely uh, the, the tool to attack. Now, Alyssa Farah, Kaylee McEnany, Mick Mulvaney, these are all people that never should have been in the Trump administration to begin with. And DeSantis, for me, he's a dime a dozen congressman who's an ideologue, who's not a deep thinker, who doesn't understand anything about the issues that you and I care about and MAGA cares about uh and what he's doing now is he's getting schooled again as i point out in the washington times piece by a disgruntled ex-trump staffer he's like the tutor and he's putting desantis in a little corner and explaining him kind of the economics of the border and this that and the other thing and going to be crafting the message and nobody's going to buy it steve you can tell a politician by the company they keep and the money they take and by the way DeSantis is now backed by the second most hated person in MAGA. Who is that? That's Rupert Murdoch. When Murdoch comes out, Steve, and says, I'm devoting Fox News and the New York Post to getting DeSantis elected, what does that say about the integrity of so-called journalism? Number one... And what does that tell you about the current state of Fox News? I, I urged—I've urged the boss repeatedly in that piece and elsewhere. He's got to go full full metal jacket on Fox News right now. He can't be screwing around with those people. He's got to take them down. He's got to lift up the other conservative media and he's got to take that down and it's like Hannity you know Sean's a great guy but no he's on that team now Laura Ingram I mean she she left the reservation months ago it's like there's nobody there left with any cojones that's going to stand up and and this is where we are. And DeSantis thinks he's gonna get away with this crap. MAGA, I mean, you had Barris on. Remember when you had Barris on? Barris is showing you the cross tabs. It's like the MAGA crosstab is like, nah, we don't like it. nobody's going for DeSantis. MAGA understands this stuff. And and all yeah, you know, he like the Freedom Caucus has some good guys in it, okay? But for the most part, the Mulvaney wing of that were, were like nut job ideologues who opposed buy american hire american and tariffs when i was in the white house with that friggin' little prick let me just say that on the air that guy sold his soul out he's judas for a just silver to cbs he went there and said hey hire me for six or seven figures and i'll bash trump and he he's doing his job steve but that's that's not loyalty to trump that's not loyalty to the country sir
0: DeSantis was not as much House Freedom Caucus as he was really associated. Wasn't he associated more with Paul Ryan? I mean, we had these ads up. That too. That that too. But
2: he was an original member of the Freedom Caucus, to be clear. Freedom Caucus. Okay. And like I say, there's good guys in the Freedom Caucus. Yeah. But when, when I went to the Freedom Caucus, Steve, this is important. When the boss sent me there to get support for the Reciprocal Trade Act, Meadows, whatever, they didn't want any part of it. Okay. We're free traders. Okay. That's DeSantis. Yeah. And that scares the hell out of me. This is not a guy, particularly with yeah. Elon Musk as, as his backer, who's going to stand up to the Chinese Communist Party. He doesn't know how to do it, but he also isn't going to step on the toes of all the people making money off the backs of MAGA over there with Musk at the very top of that sir.
0: Um, I tell you what we're going to take a short commercial break we're going to bring Dr. Navarro back we're going to talk about the debt ceiling some more about the DeSantis launch uh, also you brought the Freedom Caucus along because the Freedom Caucus now is much more populist economic nationalists much more they're the ones fighting this but you're at the beginning it was very much Republican orthodoxy kind of neoliberal neocon that's all changed um, but DeSantis was right there with Paul Ryan every step of the way that's all got to be broken down and delved into Short commercial break. Dr. Peter Navarro is with us in the war room. Spread
2: the word all through Hong Kong. We will
3: fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP.
0: COVIDTaxrelief.org got a small retail business, almost 80000 dollars COVIDTaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVID TaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third generation veteran owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit Flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action,
1: action.
3: Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising.
0: Go through, uh, Peter, Why I've got you, uh, and I'm going to hold you through 6 o'clock. I know know you want to go to happy hour, but I'm going to hold you to get some work done here. Walk me through the rest of the Washington Times piece on on Ron DeSantis.
2: Uh, Okay, Steve. Let's start with um, what I love about the president and why I think, and you know this personally, probably why you signed on after you met him. You've got a a billionaire – who a gregarious billionaire with this wonderful commoner's touch, who the people love. Um, you juxtapose that against Ron DeSantis, and this is like a dark Shakespearean tragedy. And this guy is like he's like he's like like Nixon light. He's like a paranoid introvert who has walled himself off from the public. He doesn't know how to socially interact, and he has a very limited number of advisors. And the gatekeeper is is the the, the Shakespearean shrewish wife uh, who looks great on TV, but has this really dark side to him. And it's like I think a lot of the problems that DeSantis is having <laughs> is that he's got nobody he can trust or talk to that has any sense. So that's like that's like a big difference there. Now what is what is DeSantis gonna try to sell us on? Yeah, he's gonna first of all, I mean, look, we need Barrison for this one. It's like the first thing he did was was this Trump can't win. That's gonna be his mantra. That's what I got from the the, the person who shall not be named, who will never be on this show again, who's working for the dude now. Trump can't win. So what they do, they they jury rigged a bunch of polls that show that DeSantis is actually winning the battleground states that Trump can't win. That's like total kind of nonsense. You're going to do that. Trump can't win. And then it's like Trump, uh, this is like DeSantis is, is MAGA without Trump. And we, we already know that if you're backed by Rupert Murdoch, Silicon Valley, and Wall Street, and the multinational big farmer that's going to ship everything offshore, um, that dog won't hunt. So, what, what is DeSantis got um, at the end of the day? Uh, he's got nothing. And it's very curious, Steve, how many times in your experience, your vast experience, people might underrate you, but you, you you pulled off the greatest election in history. How many times have you ever seen a candidate enter a race with his poll numbers falling? And that's where we're at now. Uh, with wishy-washy Ron DeSantis uh, to take a principal stand on Ukraine and, and and disappear in 24 hours, sir.
0: You think that that uh, falling numbers, because it's quite unusual to do that, you're, you're correct. Do you think it's because the more people see him, they just realize, hey, you're a good governor, Pro- continue to prove yourself as governor, and maybe we'll look— in four years and take another look, uh, but uh, you're not ready now. Or wh- why are these numbers dropping so precipitously?
2: I don't. I don't uh, buy the idea that, that his public stance is 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 unattractive. I mean, he knows how to give a speech, and he's 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 a, a good-looking dude with a with a very attractive wife. I mean, he's got kind of that that I think he can pull that look off. But everything else goes south. After that, and, and the big thing, Steve, is what he immediately got in bed with all the people who are selling Middle America and MAGA out. And people understand that. And I don't know what the hell, I mean, Rupert Murdoch isn't thinking. He's what, 96 years old? It's not like, and he's got the, an ego the size of the Empire State Building. It's like, he's thinking, well, if I come in and support. John DeSantis, it. it's like you're going to support him, keep your mouth shut, and just order your minions Suzanne Scott and Brett Bear and all those punks over at Fox News to support him, but you don't come out and say Murdoch's behind him because that's like poison. So, so that didn't help. And and you did an excellent job of pointing out, you know, we we've been we've been racking on Steve Schwartzman and Larry Fink and that Blackstone and Wall Street money that are getting up all the banks. So. I think it's a combination of that, the wishy-washy in Ukraine, and then the stuff that's coming out about his personality. I mean, he's, is, you it, can't it, be it, a retail it, but, politician but, but, and win with that yeah. kind of paranoid introversion. But, uh, it's just it's – just, I d- mean, who wants, to, who but wants d- that as a president?
0: Yeah. But the main thing – the main thing – and you've got the personality issues. Uh, yes, a lot of what the guy's going to be president on. But the main thing is that this was always been donor and consultant-driven. They're the ones that kind of yeah. went to him. Yeah,
2: yeah. And he yeah.
0: was he was searching it out. I mean, and, and, and But you have got the Flattery. worst. The worst. You have got Schwartzman. You you you've got you've got Ken Griffin. You've got the people that are the most in bed with the CCP and uh, have worked against American manufacturing. I tell you what, Peter. Just hang on for one second. But, I'm just going to yeah, hold you quickly, through. Yeah, but quickly. Here's a conspiracy the conspiracy theory.
2: Get, yep. They picked the guy who they know can't win in the general because <laughs> they'd rather have the Democrats in. There you go. Go ahead. But but. That's Peter That's That's Please good. get that in, brother. Peter it's fantastic. Malone is killing it on that. I really, I mean, <laughs> every dollar that you send to me there goes to my legal defense fund. They are trying to put me in prison. Last time I looked, Peter Navarro.substack.com. Thank you, the, 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 War Room.
0: I need FBI, you now. F, F is chaining up Peter Navarro like a dog. Okay, hang on, Peter. I got to get your thinking about the debt ceiling. We're going to spend a lot of time on that. There's a lot going on behind the scenes in the Imperial City. Although Congress has been dismissed, they're heading to the airport. They're on the planes. They're out of here. I think maybe leadership wants to cut this deal under the cover of darkness. I think we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to break it all down. I'm also going to play some of the highlights of Governor DeSantis' launch I guess failure to launch on Twitter last night with my own commentary at the time and then maybe some words of wisdom now. Short commercial break. Dr. Peter Navarro in the next hour at the top of it. Give us a couple of minutes. Transition over, we'll be right back in the order.
3: It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over.